Hello, welcome to the Everton Club Call. It is Wednesday, the 14th of June. It's five o'clock. And, um, yeah, it is absolutely roasting. That's what I would say. Uh, there is still no announcement. The 48 hours is up. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a lot of people were waiting for the five o'clock hit. It might be... Um, it might be 5.10, 5.15. It might not happen at all. We never know. We never... You never can tell with Everton. There's never a dull moment. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But so far, nothing has happened, John. Oh, something <laughs> in my ear just then. Yeah, yeah. And I was <laughs> Ned messing around, as always. Yeah. With the, uh, uh, no, with the thing. No, I mean, yeah. Um, put your hands up if you're surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, you're absolutely right. Like with Everton, sometimes it is a case of, you know, am I surprised and all that. But they did. They put the deadline in place themselves. No, no one That's else. Why, no one else needed to put a deadline just, in. Despite did what you could say is a soft promise within mm-hmm. forty-eight hours, most Evertonians, I suppose, are not surprised that the forty-eight hours have been and gone, and we still haven't heard anything. No. Mm-hmm. Interested. We'll see. We'll see. All national happens. media have been getting ready for this all day, and nothing. <laughs> I know. I know. It's still. Listen. It still could happen. In. It still could happen. Could be, the five. could be, it's could be anything. Yeah, They've it's so, it. it's so hot that it hasn't come through. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Obviously, we'll be taking callers as well very soon. But um, yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on everything over the next hour and a half or so. And if anything breaks, we will have it here for you. Uh, Darren Cooper says, "Have you seen the photo of potential first game of the season, Brentford at home?" This, these come out every year. Every year. year. Every it's year. the practice run. And it's run. never, ever. So it's not the real. Run that gets leaked, that would be a tricky game. Or be winnable, of course it would. In fact, we beat them this year, even when we were terrible. So there you go. Um, I think the other thing as well is we will definitely be at home because Liverpool have requested to be away because of their stands. So whoever it is, we need to get off to a good start. You obviously don't want Man City or someone like that, do you? You just don't. Even though you go, well, you know what? Might be a good time to play them or not. You never. You don't want them. You want a team kind of middle, middle to lower end because even though that brings an expectation and a pressure, it also gives you, if you get it right, a great opportunity it's good to, to avoid the promotion teams. You know what? It shouldn't be, should it? No, but it, it always is. Always is. Yeah, yeah. We always are. In fact, Q. Sheffield United at home or something, or Luton Town at home, or Burnley. With Vincent of course, Cullen. being at home first game means two out your first three are away. Unless, unless they get the other Liverpool, of, you know, might want the first two. Yeah, we can't stockpile home mm. games just to be convenient. It's happened in the past, though. Yeah. It's happened in the past. So. Hey, might be on the other shoe, might be on the other foot next year, John Blaine. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I'm not going to do that. Someone who's watching will tell us it's out. Yeah. Ned will keep, Ned's keeping an eye on it for us and we'll other people and Steve Let's Kelly. Let's talk about football. Steve Kelly will will do the same as well. There's a thing in the WhatsApp there, Ned. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Georgia says, where's the Arteta money bill turning into? Where's the resignation bill? <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Toffee places, oh lads. Hope you're both well. Yeah, we're roasting. Charles B says, uh, how are we, lads? All good. It's just very warm. It's warmer in here today than it was yesterday. It is. I don't know if the day's warmer. Is the day warmer? 
Uh, Firefly says, hi, fellas. Have you watched the All or Nothing podcast with Michael Branch? No, not seen it. Not seen it. Um, He was due to come in here a while ago, Michael, and it didn't happen. So maybe we'll have one. One and out. You've had your chance. You've missed it. But in all seriousness, we probably will get him in at some stage for a chat. Um, Yeah, so if, if anything breaks and we don't see it, feel free to put it in our comments so we catch up with that and Nether's, Nether's keeping his eye right the way across the socials trying to trying to tap in you're, like, you're going to be like that fella off Sky Sports used to be you know the, the agent who used to have all the phones oh sorry it's just a call off Harry Redknapp and all this yeah about seven <laughs> phones um, with deals Ned's trying, to, Ned's trying to get in touch with Bill as we speak or Farad he just wants an answer off one of them one of the two. Typical of Ned, though, we missed the call. Oh, we missed the call, yeah. Before. Seeing a very funny tweet. Okay. That said, Everton's promised 40 hour update on Bill Kenwright's future, staying very much on brand, it seems. There you go. There you go. Uh, communication. Very funny, Ned. Communication isn't the football club's strong suit, is it? Um, but mad. Um, a statement. This is breaking news. Statements from the Premier League. Everton didn't know. Statement from the Premier League confirms a ban on fully leveraged buyouts. This would have stopped the Glazers mm. buying Manchester United the way they did in 2005. Uh, I'll read the statements, John. You can tell me. Right, here we go. Uh, as today's Premier League gen- annual general meeting, it was confirmed that the average attendance for the. Yeah, that's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, clubs also discussed a number of topics, including strategy, football matters, policy, governance, regulation, broadcasting, commercial, and finance. Howard Webb from the PGMOL, Chief Refereeing Officer, also presented to the clubs on refereeing principles ahead of the new season. As part of the league's ongoing review of the owners and directors test, clubs unanimously agreed to amend the test to prohibit fully leveraged buyouts. John? Explain very quickly. Explain what that means. A um, fully leveraged buyout. What does it mean? Simply. Hmm. Simply for me. Yeah. Other people, I'm sure, understand it. Be sim- well, simplified for me. For me. It, it, all things to all men. You know, you'd have yeah. to, the devil's in the detail type stuff. But you mentioned the Glazers, so mm. use that as an example. Yeah. Mm. Simply put, uh, the Glazers um, borrowed money to buy Manchester United. Right. And the collateral they used for borrowing that money was yeah. Man United. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Which is mad. Isn't Which it? is mad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and therefore, ultimately, Man United have ended up predominantly paying the loan back. Yeah. Okay. So that's, so the clubs have said yeah. no more with that. That's right. It's yeah. so interesting. Because that's interesting. not fair, is it? No, it's no. it's it's it's, a, it's not there's nothing wrong with it as a business as a business practice. practice no. The Premier League aren't having it. Fair enough. It'd be interesting to see if any of our stuff is going to be like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gary Waters, howdy. SDP says Baz, the Mexican left back Gerardo Ortega from Genk is about to be a free agent. He's 24. Another one we should be all over. Higher market value than Adam Martin. Been good for them and looked really good for Mexico at the World Cup. Remember what he was up and down nonstop. Wasn't where we link with him as well. He was the one we were linked with, weren't we, in the World Cup? Gerardo, the left back. It was. I think they were, I think at the time they were saying 
Well, he would have been out of contract, wouldn't he, then, if he's coming up to be a free? I'm sure they'd be saying, like, 10 million, and then you're thinking, well, 10 million for a left-back, because Michalenko obviously at the club for less than a mm. year at that stage, was he? What was it coming? Yeah, less than a year at that stage. 10 million, we're going, do we need? But now, he's a free agent, because mm. we definitely need a left-back, don't yeah, we? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Is that all the PL said? The, it's the only bit. Um, it's the only bit that I've got. a football club, which without you putting much skin in the game, is probably the right way to do it, Absolutely, it? yeah. That's Absolutely. Uh, Brad Hancock, Baz's son. Oh. Uh, we'll see him at the uh, Premier League. We'll have an announcement on that tomorrow, the date confirmed for you Premier members for our end-of-season get-together. Um, Brad says, uh, how much do you realistically think we'll have to spend? We'll have to spend, sorry, not we'll have to. We will have to spend without selling. And why, in the past three seasons, have we been in so much financial problems. Surely we should be in a better position now after selling players and a fair chunk of the big earners have gone. Like I've, seen this, I've seen this a few times from people saying, it seems like the last few seasons we just haven't had any money to spend, but we have also sold players and yet we've still got no money to spend. And yeah. if you, Why is that, John? Um, cash is king. And it costs quite a lot of money to run a football club. Mm. And so what we've got is regulation to comply with, which yep. is simplistically, you know, profit and sustainability type thing, which you might say is an accounting number. Yeah. But fundamentally, the football club's been living beyond its means for quite a long time. And that's not all to do with buying and selling of players. Cost creeps happened. Mm. Wage, wages. Yeah. Wages on field, off field. Headcounts. The whole nine yards, mm. right? And... Cash is your ability to pay your debts, isn't it? And Farhad Mashiri has been providing the cash. Um, cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. To pay bills. Some of those bills clearly are for the new stadium as well. Yeah. Um, and when Farhad stopped paying, we had to get it from somewhere else. Yeah. And okay, yeah. The yeah. Uh, Andy Bell thing, Blythe and what have you. Yeah. 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 Just, just to tide you over. So the business needs to be recapitalised in the sense of it needs... It, it's a bit like... Um, it might not be a good analogy, this, but let's use it, mm. right? Um, you take a payday loan to pay off a debt that you've got. Yeah. Um, but actually, you never ever catch up. And mm, in some okay. respects, your debt just keeps getting bigger. Getting bigger, yeah. Because... You know, your need to borrow money is a symptom of your expenditures greater than your income. Yeah. And so you take a loan out to pay off some debts, but your expenditure is still greater than your income. Therefore, it's so inevitable never you're going to get yeah. another loan and yeah, another yeah. loan and another loan. Yeah. And the largesse of buying players that you end up stuck with for quite a long time, who have no resale value, mm. eats into you. Um, but also hiring and firing managers every 12 to 18 months also in, eats Doesn't into help. you. Yeah. And, you know, we could probably do a timeline whereby over, say, if we pick, let's pick a manager, I don't know. I don't know. Say pick Silver. Yeah. Say Silver started on this date and he had a three-year contract. Yeah. Somebody else, that guy who followed him in, started on this date and he had an 18-month contract or whatever and so on and so forth. And someone somewhere out there has probably done it that at any given moment in time, we might have actually been paying the wages of three or four managers at the same well, time. Well, we were, weren't we? You know, and... We were, we were. And that just catches up with you. Mm. And, and, and I think you can't... I'm Just, sure we were paying Martinez, Coombe, and Allardyce and Silver yeah, all at the same time. that's what time. I mean, yeah. And you can't, um, and you really can't, um, intuitively think, well, we sold some players so we can buy some. 
Because yeah. we know we sold Richarlison because we had to comply with regulation, but mm. we also had debts that needed to be settled and, and those sorts of things. Um, and when you say any managers who have been sacked close together, just think Benitez and Lampard mm. and Deitch. If you just looked at their contract terms, we must be paying for all three of those right now. Now, we may have paid them off, but from a financial point of view, we're doing the equivalent of playing for multiple managers at the same time. And don't forget, all those managers brought their own backroom boys and we paid for them as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then a manager sacks but... all the medical people and then the next manager says, where's all the medical people? So you go and recruit so on and so forth. And it's just a, it's a treadmill of... But there must be... The... We're at a stage, though, where we can... We can spend some money. We're creating. You can create some money to spend, but obviously you have to play within those yeah. boundaries now, yeah. don't we? Yeah, yeah. We've got to. Sit. But you, you, yeah. you, you know, if if you are going to try and get yourself back on the straight and narrow, and anyone who's out there has ever, you know, suddenly had a big impact on their income either because you lose your job or the opposite. Maybe you still got the job, but you suddenly got costs that have to be paid first, like mortgages and things. Yeah, you know, your disposable income either goes down or disappears altogether. And right. you have to make hard decisions, don't you, in your household? Like, well, I'm not going to go out every night, drink beer and go to the cinema and have nice meals. You know, you've yeah. all been there. So usually when you're, in quotes, courting and saving up. and Courting? Yeah, remember, old, old money. <laughs> but that sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. so what the present generation do is they don't do any of that. They just party. And so they can't get on the house ladder because they don't fancy 10 years of, not, of being a boring life while they're saving up for it. Right. Yeah. So you have to have a fire break, don't you? You have to stop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have to stop. But how do we? What people will step? We slow down. We haven't stopped, have we? No, no. But what I mean is, Sorry, what I've got cramps. Yeah, it's okay. And I'm, Ned's asking me something, so I'm having to message. But while, if you think about it, with we we can't stand still without we're in a position where we have to strengthen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we can't not do it. I get we can't continue to do. I actually think we're moving into being able to spend some money, not not huge amounts, by from the way. From a financial yeah, fair play that. perspective, emphatically so. Mm. From an ability to actually fund the cash flow necessary yeah. to do the transfers, yeah. that's a different case, isn't it? Right, yeah. Because if we go out and say, simple example, can we afford to buy a £30 million player as far as financial fair play is concerned? Yeah. Let's just pretend the answer. Well, it probably is, but well, let's say the answer is yes. Yeah. Well, from July the 1st, it yeah, probably yeah, yeah. will be, yeah. But we haven't got the money. Mm. So we say, oh, we'd like to pay you over five years, please. And the selling mm. club says, no. Yeah. We want at least half. some club will, won't they? Yeah, but, yeah. Or we want yeah. at least half now. Yeah. And by the way, if you want to pay on the drip, it's not 30 million, it's 40 million mm. and so on. And so you get into that treadmill. Mm. And anyone who gets caught in that debt trap, you know, in days gone by, you know, maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago, it'd be credit cards and things, which mm. is not like real money. Yeah. And I think for, for a certain period of time, at least some of the board members we have didn't think it was real money because you could just go back to the sugar daddy and ask for some more. Mm. And then when sugar daddy says, eh, no, no more, sorry. It's gone. It's yeah. gone, yeah. right. Or I'm just not going to fund it no more because I don't think it's being spent properly. Yeah. Then you have to have a stop. You know, when people talk about Chelsea, the ridiculously large amounts of money that they, they have spent, and clearly they've got a challenge that's coming at them, you know, in the future, haven't they? But part of the reason they were able to do it in the short term was because they weren't allowed to spend money on players yeah, when, yeah, when they got their uh, transfer ban. You know, and that was around Lampard's time there, wasn't it? So, 
So, yeah. Um, so the question is, realistically, how much can you spend? The answer, realistically, is don't know. Okay. But we, but, I mean, we are expecting the club's going to send spend money, aren't they, this Yes. Summer? Yes. And it, you're right. It might be the fact that they go... Well, we're definitely not spending before July the 1st because you've got to let this year wash through. And yeah. if we let this year wash through with Anthony Gordon's money coming in and with Moish Keane, albeit it might just be on paper, and that's where the cash flow, like you're saying, and I think that might lead... See, the cash flow thing I find really interesting just because that almost leans into a bit of that athletic article that said money's coming in to fund the stadium and a portion of it will be to rebuild the squad. That might mean that cash fund that you're talking about. Everton, cash flow, yeah. Get, I've got access to that cash flow rather than waiting for the payday loan, which is normally in August that they get and you normally borrow from X to yeah, pay. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't I don't know the ins and outs. I'm just you thinking. Me both. You know, I, I, I don't know how things. credible that was in the sense that unless and generally shouldn't and they yeah, won't yeah, tell yeah. you the source. Yeah. yeah? But, uh, you know, fundamentally it became like it's 100 million but maybe up to 150 mm. with the other 50 going on players or, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, th- there's got to be some degree of pragmatism that you, you objectively you sit down as a business and mm. say, if we go with the same squad, less the ones who've gone, will we get relegated? Yes, is <laughs> the answer most to that. Most fans would say, yes. Absolutely. Therefore, if mm. we get relegated, we'll drop X millions, mm. you know, Depends how long you're down, of well, course. Year once, 54 million or, or 60 Maybe. million. Call it 60, yeah. just for an anal 60 number. million, yeah. So if you can spend less than 60 to stay up, okay, you never get certainty, but you know what I mean, then that would be a pragmatic business decision, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's speculate to accumulate. Would you, in that, sorry, just let me ask you this, John, like, again, I bow to your superior business knowledge and your business choices. If there is that much, say like it was that that was the differential. Say they said, right, we're going to give you fifty million because that if we went down, it actually we'd actually lose sixty in year one, and if if it if it ends too down there, we're in massive trouble as in administration because yeah, that's what's been predicted potentially. And and they just put that fifty million on the table for Sean Dyche and Kevin Thelwell, whoever's making the, the final choices. Would that fifty million? In your opinion, be able to be spread so it became more like eighty million with down payments, with things like that, or would you say that fifty million would be like the top? That fifty level is fifty. Million. Is fifty. So therefore, you've got to be creative of how to spend that fifty yeah, million. Then haven't we? Used like you just you, said. And again, we don't necessarily here and now want to do how it all works. Amortization, no, but no, but that's what I'm if, saying. The amortization side of it. That, meant. Um, if you bought a player for thirty million quid mm. and you paid him hundred grand a week. So that's five million a yeah, year, yeah. and he signs a three-year contract. Yeah. Then thirty plus fifteen is forty-five, right? Um, but clearly, only the wages come along every year. But so does the 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 um, the transfer fee. Yeah. So you'd say, well, okay, it's ten million a year for the transfer fee, five yeah. million a year for the pl- for, for the, the wages. Yeah, yeah. So that's fifteen million. Yeah. In year one. In year one. But yeah. you got thirty million. Yeah. So can you get two? Yeah. Well, yeah. Then it's ninety million over three years. Yeah. So as we've talked about mm. it on the sofa, mm. yeah, for this one year, mm. it's okay yeah. in that sense. Thirty. Say you sold a player for thirty. Yeah. It, that resulted in a fifty million benefit, and mm. then you spent it on two players. Yeah. At thirty million each, mm. and whatever. Yeah. 
it's fine for the first year, but then you've got to do it the second year and the third year. And that's what we've ended up doing. We've mm. always been, you know, compromising. But then the again, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I think that's just football and the way it has to be. So you have to almost then make that decision that of do. these you're buying, we're, you we're selling one of these in yeah. the next couple of years if, yeah. it, if it goes the way we want. And also, by getting these two players, we finish five places up the league. So yeah. they're a, that's 12 extra million. Yeah. So 12 extra million offsets almost one player's payment for next year. Yeah, yeah. Great. And we can do it that way because until Everton are bringing in vastly greater amounts of money than what we're doing right now, we're going to we're gonna be in this every year. But if you do year, that, every year, aren't we? yeah. Hmm? And, and one might suggest to some degree that's what we've been doing for six years. Mm. It will catch up with you eventually if you don't finish higher up the table, mm. if you don't sell those players at great profits. And we have sold quite a number of players for we have, yeah, really yeah, good profits. Yeah. But we've also wasted loads of money on mm. buying, or not buying, appointing and, and dismissing managers. Mm. We've got, no, you're, you're, again, that's a, that is a huge issue. But the other thing as well is we have been good at selling some players. It hasn't been regularly enough. We've also made too many mistakes or players have walked out the door. Yeah. We've just let, we haven't let because it's just circumstances, but Yeri Mina proved in the final four Premier League games of the season what a good centre-back he is. Now, if he'd have been relaxed, listen, I'm using him and he's probably a bad example. If he played right? 25 to 30 league games for the duration of his stay at the club, a, he we still, wouldn't have been so close to relegation two years in a row. And he wouldn't have gone, would he? No, because we'd have been We'd have had sold affordable. him big money yeah. or he'd have been playing. Yeah. Yeah. The issue has been where what we've got again now, we've got Jean-Philippe Cabaman, about to complete, well, he's not coming back, apparently he's going to his agents, we'll see how that plays out, but about to complete his fifth year at the football club and he's, he's played 11 games, is yeah. it? He's been involved in, if that. Um, Andre Gomez is out on loan. I know it's just finished, but big money. Same sort of thing. Going into his final year of his, yeah, co- yeah. Of his contract. You know, too many Shanktosa. So those things have not played out. Yes. Walcott, bloody, all of these have, have came in, give them big wages, and they've gone out the door with nothing. Hmm. Bringing us to zero. Yeah. That has to stop, doesn't it? Totally. If I don't mind me, the businessman, but as a fan, I don't mind Everton paying players decent wages if they're on the pitch every if, single week. If we manage because surely it must be an objective to move on Neil Mopay how much do you think we get for him oh sorry what would you be happy with to get rid of him in other words less than that number and you'd keep him 10 million 10 million how much should we pay for him 11 rising to 15 so, so presumably it hasn't gone to 15 no, so therefore no. so, so, so we're probably going to lose money on him so the wages whatever he was on if you just choose hundred grand, just because it's an easy number, mm. five million in wages he's mm. had. We paid eleven. That's sixteen. We mm. move him on for ten. Yeah. But if we bought him for eleven, we've only actually amortised a third. You know, a third, a of, third it, of it. If it was a three-year contract, yeah. right? So you can actually get into in year. You might actually make something. Because mm. yeah. make it make it twelve, not eleven. Yeah, it's only eight left on the books. Yeah, and if you get more than eight, you make a profit on it. Profit, perverse but true. But we could do that, couldn't we, with yeah. with a few players? So that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. There's ways around it, and, and if and we sh- people shouldn't get too hung up on some stories that say we don't have any money. But clearly, we're not going to have a big budget. And the only way we've almost got to fight our way out of it by bringing costs down, which is what wages and stuff, free transfers, might be a way. 
but then sometimes they're worse because the player can get bigger money. It's all about consequences as well, so, right? Because the difficult. consequences of the behaviours we've exhibited in the past are like the person who's got a fully loaded credit card mm. and can't pay the bills and stuff, so they get another one. Right? Yeah. And eventually, mm. mainstream lenders won't lend them money because the risk is too high. And that's when they they end up with bad guys who charge them two thousand percent interest per second. Yeah, you know, and it just gets pull that mic a bit closer to you, please. It just gets worse. It's always like this. Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree with you. And so, some fundamentally, at some stage, you have to stop spending. Yeah, absolutely. Or increase your income. See, I'm in it. You know, and and the outgoing chief exec writes her own resignation statements and talks about the good things she does and talks about commercial income and so on. She she needs to look at the accounts because they tell the truth. You know, you might. You know, if I've got five sponsors and I generate five million quid a year, and I've got ten sponsors next year, and I only generate Mm. four million a year, that's not a good outcome. No. 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 It's not. You might say, "Look at us. We've got five more sponsors," but it's all about the money. Yeah. Absolutely, so. absolutely. I still think we're moving forward, John. We can move forward. We have to because the game's forward. coming back to us. Mm. It has to because, and the interesting thing is, of course, that the whole idea of um, financial fair play and profitability and sustainability rules to oblivion. Yeah. And when you get put on the naughty step, step mm. is, you know, that's the Premier League in, or the UEFA, whoever it is, saying you ain't got no self-control, mm. so we're going to force you. Yeah. Because, of course, the Premier League, as an example, can say your excesses are all about buying players. You can't mm. register a player unless we agree. Therefore, we're going to stop you registering players. And so we, were, we knew we were flying close to the wind. We knew that we were going to get some form of sanction. We got a soft sanction, which was the thing people would call special measures. Mm. And certainly the, the Premier League presumably going to try and prove that despite that, you still broke the rules and we've got your bang to rights. Yeah. And the punishment will be perversely, potentially, a fine, which seems crazy. Mm. Yeah. You know, that. The, the, the punishment of spending too much money is... It's a fine. It's a fine. Yeah. Um, or something more sporting, that, you know, damaging from a sporting point of view. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guys who are driving the boat or the sh- flying the plane or whatever at the time have resigned and walked off. Mm. At least if they resigned, they didn't get any money. Let's see what happens. Eh? Uh, Aki Van Halle says hello from Finland. Hello, mate. Stephen Frederick says, uh, hey, Baz and John from Colorado. Uh, should we give any credence Two. We're in Colorado. The, uh, I don't know, mate. Is it still raining in Denver? Because uh, uh, we had great weather. We'll have to just wait, won't we? They were getting loads of rain, so. Yeah. Um, Delhi, obviously there's lots of stories, isn't there, about Delhi. Um, you know, Sean Dykes wanting to give him a go and all that. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Who thought uh, that was a good idea? I wonder. Well, obviously, listen, that I jokingly said at the start of that transfer window that he would pull that mic up like that, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. off the crowd stand, so. Um That he'll sign for Everton. He'll sign for Everton at the end of the uh, the transfer window just because he was getting off of the round. But obviously, 
And obviously Everton have been speaking to him, and obviously Frank thought it's worth taking a chance on someone who's creative, who gets, who might get us some goals. Who disappeared without trace for three years. Mm. And not, well, yeah, yeah, but you can argue that all. He might have come in and got five goals and kept Everton up. Everyone would have well, gone he did great. quite well great. against Palace. Yeah. Great, wasn't he? So we'll see. We have got Jill on the line. So our first caller, Jill with a G. Hello, Jill. boys. How are, how are you doing? I hope you're not wilting too much in the teeth. <laughs> it's bloody warm. It in is warm studio. in here, Jill. That's for sure. Yeah. It is I bet, warm. I bet. I bet. Um, so I had, I had two questions, really. And it's, it's to do with the recent, obviously, announcements to do with the board changes and things. And the expected impending announcement around um, at Ken Wright. Uh, so the first one was, what does it say about our succession planning as a club that we aren't? Jill, I'm uh, gone. We are what we were all excited. Come yeah. on, Jill. Is she still there? Hello, Jill. She's, she's back right. again. Hello. You, you went. Yeah, you, sorry. You, you built her up and went. Go on, say sorry, it again. Sorry, no. It's okay. Um, so I, I was, I was saying. So two questions. One yep. is around obviously the, the 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 recent announcements about the changes at board level, and then the impending yep. announcement that we we're expecting imminently about <laughs> Ken Wright. So. Hmm? What does it say about our succession planning as a club that we aren't able to immediately announce who the people are that are going in as the uh, as the interim board members? Because I would expect at any reasonable business, you would have someone in the wings waiting to step up from an FD pos- position, for example, to take over from the chief financial officer and the, uh, that kind of thing. So, hmm? so what does that say about our, uh, how Everton have been run just generally all the way through the ranks further down from what we've seen at, at, at a board level. But also, given that we're expecting that Ken Wright is likely to, to be announced as, as leaving Everton, what, what's his legacy? You know, I, I know it's very easy for us to kind of talk about the, the negatives, but, you know, there are some highlights, the obvious one being the new stadium. But if we were trying to give a, a balanced view in terms of what's the legacy in, uh, legacy view around his his tenure uh, during his time being involved with Everton, what 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 would that what would that look like? John Blaine, your your answer in this, you um, can answer the, both. The succession <laughs> one is quite easy because I mean you're quite right, Jill. I mean I don't think you you have people in the wings standing around waiting for somebody to leave, but you you have to have a succession plan, short term successors maybe even interim successes, because we don't know what can happen to people. You can be ill, you can just resign out of the blue. This hasn't just cropped up, though, John, has it? I'm going to say, yeah, Mm -hmm. we're talking about, because Joe quite rightly is talking about best practice in businesses. So so you would say if something happened to your CFO, and maybe they're incapacitated for a while or or whatever, then Baz would take over, Mm. right? If if, If you had a disaster scenario where you could argue the disaster is you feel the need to change the whole of your board at the same time, Mm. then maybe that's an extreme example, but you should have an answer for all scenarios, you Mm. know, particularly when you're saying within 48 hours, we'll tell you who the interim board are. Yeah. Or rather that's how the rest of us chose to interpret what was written. And here we are 48 and a half hours later. And there's no, as far as I'm aware, anyway, there isn't even a holding statement says, guys, we will get to you. It, it, it's that potentially, you know, we're too busy 
looking at what's in front of us, think, think of the bigger picture, right? So, so that's that thing. Uh, and, and I think it doesn't say very much for it, Jill, basically. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's just not close to best practice, is it? Yeah. I understand it may be challenging and those sorts of things, but best practice is still best practice. Um, as far as Bill Kenwright's legacy is concerned, I think it's always going to be jaundiced because, like at football, you're only as good as your last game. And his last game has lasted the last five or six years. And it's been pretty poor on an outcome basis. Yeah. Again, we don't know how difficult far, or we probably do, but we don't know how difficult the owner is. We don't know how many restrictions are applied. We know there's very good people in that business who haven't been able to perform to the right standard. And that's whether they're not allowed to, or someone blocks them, or, or they're just not good enough. And time will tell, won't it? And it's only when you change it or you find out. Going back in the day, this football club, during the period when uh, Ken Wright has been the chair, has been perceived as a very well-run football club. Obviously, mm. but we're going back to the Moyes days, and that's a long time ago. Mm. So I think... Um, but, I mean, a couple of people have said Moyes is his legacy. Uh, Picking David Moyes is probably be. I think, decision. I think the Moyes and Sherman double act, yeah, mm. was, was the good days, he may think. you know. But we didn't mm. win anything, did no. we? Um, but, yes, selecting David Moyes, and subsequently with Moyes, because it is with, at the end mm. of the day, banking players who all did pretty Very damn right. well for us and some of those players moved on and got us good fees and, and so on. And it all unraveled or any unraveling accelerated when the mythical billionaire turned up and, and wanted to influence decisions. Let me just, sorry, John, let me just jump in there for a sec, because that is, that is, all of that you've said is right. We had, we were very stable with Ken Mike Moyes, albeit it was frustrating because he couldn't find that extra yeah. money, but hey, 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 that's the way it is. But don't forget, there was a, there was a, an issue early on in that where we had a stadium. Well, I was about to say the flip side. You know, yeah. and, and he, him and Paul Gregg fell out publicly mm. when instead of actually just working together and coming to a, a thing that was best for the football club, which enabled us to get the money, which enabled us to build the stadium, which would have put us in a totally different position now. Mm. We had things like the sports, you know, Fortress Sports, sports yeah. Fund and things like that, which, you know, Anton Zingarevich, who, who turned up years later at Reading and left them in a worse position than he found them in and all of that stuff. So there was the, it wasn't without those mm. moments as well. Yes, I'm not going to say we had good times. What we did have was we had a stable team that did very well under David Moyes. But the, our expectations were changed under that as well. It was managed down by both of them, Little Everton. Oh, yeah. David Moyes' pen, you know. I mean, I like David Moyes, I do, and I think he'd done a, a good job at Everton. Knife to a gunfight. Knife to a gunfight and all that. Okay, I understood what he was saying. I've got no money, and I'm putting mm. a team out that is beating all of the top teams at home. Okay, we te- I think 44 games away, we didn't beat them. Mm. But in general, we were finishing. Mm. In, if you'd done that now, over the next 10 years, Everton have been Europe eight times out of 11, mm. we will be the one that people say they're overperformed. Everyone should do it like Everton are doing it. Because we were that team that didn't spend money, we were. overperformed, didn't pay crazy wages, got made players better, sold them for hire mm. if they did leave Everton mm. Football Club. Did a very good job that way. But within that, doing that good job, 
there was obviously the other bits that weren't so good. You like, know my view? Like the stadium, wasn't it? Yeah. The binary events. Yeah. And, and clearly, where, where, and I'd be interested in what you think the legacy is, Jill, but it, it depends whether you, you, you're, you're neutral and you can... Yeah, or whether uh, I don't care what you say, he was rubbish. Yeah, and, yeah, there, yeah. and there are people out there who say, I don't care what you say, he's a lovely man and everything's wonderful mm. in the garden and he had a bad hand or whatever, whatever, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But for me, as a, 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 I know him and B, mm. I try to be balanced. Yeah. I think it was a binary event mm. and whatever the reasons, and you never really get a totally straight answer, the King's Dock was a binary event where mm. had the stadium got built, we'd have turned left and down that lane is a guy called Sheikh Mansour, right? Yeah. And we turned right. Yeah. And down there it led to an identical stadium on the Tesco car park, not happening, blah, 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 search for a mythical billionaire, blah, blah, blah. And let's be blunt and honest amongst everyone here. When we heard about this bloke we'd never heard of called Farad Bashiri and that he had this other mate and they used to own big chunks of Arsenal and now they're coming here and, mm -hmm. and he's saying all the right things. We thought happy days were, Absolutely were up and running. Thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, John. I, I think for me that was, you know, the, the, the singular event that earmarked Bill's failure ultimately in terms of a, a, a you know a chairman for for everton i think you know the king's dock totally was... oh every time jill's about to say it, something really got, good jill's goes... got me on a cliffhanger and it's a ghost i think <laughs> she's gonna say i'll put them on mute for a bit yeah now. Not going to there you are. <laughs> come on jill the king's dock was you've got Sorry. us all hanging no, on the king's it. Dock was, it, it was just a debacle it was yeah. a, you know a, a farce of yeah. grand proportions and, it was you know, it, it was to me it was a, a, the example of how not to go about um you know just proper business it, it, yeah. It, it, yeah it was just terrible and and, yeah. and and i think for me what he's overseen is a degradation of standards at the club mm. and don't get me wrong it was in the offing well before Bill Kenwright came on board because it, it dates back to you know um, uh, the the eighties and, and all the rest of it and we we know the roots of that but you know uh, and Philip to Philip Carter and all that kind of stuff but mm. you know for, for me the kind of good enough has become the norm acceptable has become the norm acceptable has become the standard and over time we've allowed that to to become the mantra of the club and and what that's led to has uh, has been you know uh, a, a a slip with with everything and you know we've seen it with uh, as a lady in the in the top balcony the quality of the toilets for example yeah. you know uh, like it's a little thing they haven't fixed the fact that the toilet door uh, uh, you know it should have a soft close that that's broken. It mm. slams every time someone talks. It goes into the toilet. I know that sounds like a daft thing to bring up, but it's 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 for me it's symptomatic of mm. just the way everything has been allowed to slip and yeah. slide. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, 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 the the catering. You know, as you talk about your Mars bar at halftime, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, 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 oh, Jill, Jill's then she said it's a. Axel F or AI? She's back again. She's back. Are you back, Jill? Sorry, sorry. It's I'm all back right. Again. Sorry. You're all right. You're all right. Sorry. We heard me no, Mars bar. Saying... My Mars bars have been there the last couple of games, so Mars it's all right. Mars bar at half time. It's you all know, right. First, yeah. first game of the season, like mm. hot dogs, 
not thought out, buns not yeah. thought out. You know, it, I mean, it, it's like it's like they weren't expecting there was going to be a game. Like it hasn't been scheduled <laughs> since July. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like it's just crazy. It, like mm. it, it's just not good enough. It really no. isn't good enough. And 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 this board has overseen that and allowed that. Uh, you know, it, to me, like it's a basic failure mm. of 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 commercial nous of yeah. uh, of just just governance. It's it's everything. And, and, you know, for me, whoever gets put in on an interim basis or on a permanent basis has to, has to just completely turn this around. They have to, because otherwise it doesn't matter ultimately what investment we get. That money will end up being mismanaged. If we're not really careful, that money will be scandalously mismanaged. I think you're spot on, Jill. And, and the crazy thing is, and we've talked about it over recent weeks, if not months, is because some of those things are so fundamental, improvement could be almost instantaneous. Yeah. Clearly, yeah, th- th- there's challenges there that will not be fixed overnight. But I, for one, if I, if I hear incoming board members talk about how it's going to take a long time to fix this problem, they're the wrong people. Because, agreed, agreed. Be, because these things, some of these things can be literally fixed overnight. And, yeah. and what you did, a very good summary was, was um, there's a, been for too long, too many people in the football club and maybe at the, the highest of levels who always thought somebody else was accountable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's someone else's problem. It's, some, it's someone else to pick, pick that up. That's below me or it's, it's not in my area. So therefore, I'm just going to turn a blind eye rather than taking a proactive stance and doing something about it. Yeah, yeah. spot on. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, Jill. Brilliant. Thank Great you. Cheers. Thanks, Jill. Thanks for your call. Take care. Take no care. Worries. Speak Take soon. Care. Stay Bye. cool. Bye. Bye-bye. A couple of people thought, thinking Jill went full Max Headroom. Uh, <laughs> oh, it did, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, someone else said that Jill just, uh, GDI said that Jill just entered the Matrix. Um no, but great call from Jill. She's right as well. She all, right. all the things that Jill was might was saying. Well, it might be sounding a little thing, but it, little things add up to bit, as you say, complicates things. Are a collection of small things, aren't they? Or easy joined together? Yeah, just joined together. And that's right when you say things like, "Oh, there's none." They ran out of this in the late, like the ladies' toilets didn't have like sanity towels at one time or toilet paper. Another, I've seen people come. It's like those little things where it's like this is a big event. There's like a lot of people here. Match day, you know, let's make sure that I don't get me Mars bars. I'm fuming. There's no Mars bars in the top, you know, in the upper bullens where I sit or all these little things that sound silly. Telly's not working in the concourse. Well, let's make sure they are because you've got fans there who might stand and watch. And we've said lots of times, have the game on. People spend Those people money. People might spend money. It's, you know, all of this. And this is all stuff. Listen, it is what it is. But this is all stuff that when we move to this new stadium, this simply cannot happen. And hopefully, new new people will come in. But there'll be people who are a bit like yourself who will set these tasks of like, this is what we do better. What you know, and hopefully there'll be people who are saying, what can we do better? What's going wrong? Where, where's the information back? And I don't know how you quite go about that. But I've seen someone before saying, well, it was someone saying, I'm, I'm in a business, and you've often test the water. And he said, well, Toffee TV got eighty thousand subscribers, a lot of Evertonians, just watch a few of these and see what people are suggesting. Mm-hmm. And straight away, you've got a a, a bit of a, a cross-section mm-hmm. of Evertonians, haven't you? You can do polls on social media. Loads of blues on there. This challenge cha- uh, channel talks to lots of Evertonians quite literally all day, every day. 
Yeah, absolutely. And every now and again, the football club puts out a really bland survey. Yeah, no, and yet right the to. football club can continually, completely and utterly misread the sentiment of the fan base mm. because they're, they're disconnected. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Mm. We've just been talking about, and what we really mean is we want people who are decisive around leadership decisions, mm. you know, and making Absolutely. decisions and then effectively communicating with key stakeholders of which the fan base is the most neglected at the moment. So mm. it'll all keep coming back to leadership Communication. Absolutely. Or it might be communication and leadership. You know. Absolutely. We're going back to the line in a minute. Make sure you hit the like on the stream. Subscribe if you haven't, please. It really helps the channel. It does. Um, it helps us grow. It helps us put that back into the channel. More guests, more shows, everything else. It really makes a difference. So thank you very much. If you do both, uh, we are going to go back to the line. We have got Pat on the line from uh, the United States of America. So here we go. Pat, how are you? Good. How are you doing, John? How are you doing, Baz? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Very warm. Where about in the little States bit, are you, Pat? A little bit fuming that there's still no announcement because I keep thinking we'll do better and we'll do a bit better and we'll do a bit better and they still let me down. It's crazy, isn't it? But anyway... Tell John where you're calling from, Pat. I'm calling from Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Illinois. Oh, Chicago Evertonians. Yeah, a one-off. Yeah there's, yeah, there's quite a few of us. There um, is, yeah. You come on mass to this this place of ours again, mm. occasionally as well, which is great. Yeah. So uh, I'm just going over and looking on the wiki, uh, the Wikipedia for like what Ken Wright said, seeing if he had any interesting quotes when he took over from Johnson, you know, in '99. Oh yeah. And so the the quote that's put here on the wiki page is if you're going to be successful uh, if you're going to run a successful football club you need two things two qualities you need to be realistic and you need to need a plan i'm realistic and i have a plan and while it's funny to hear that now i suppose he he and and sort of true blue holdings did because when they got turned over to Moyes, we started getting players like Rooney through and you know there was the turnaround uh and then we get to the champions league and we're fighting for europe every year and up until that up until sort of maybe like 2011 we were really pretty much in those european places pretty much every year <clears throat> or 2010 about whenever it was mm. when we sold lescott basically that sort of like stopped being the case but do you see this as a similar transitional opportunity as to when Ken Wright bought out Johnson? Um, and do we do do you see any similarities? Because obviously I wasn't following at the time. I only know from reading books or hearing other fans tell me about mm-hmm. it. What are the similarities between that time and this time? Because we're we're kind of in a similar situation. We're not having much money for different reasons, but uh, and potentially getting a manager that <clears throat> is on is different than Moyes, right? Obviously he, he wasn't, didn't come in immediately when, when Bill bought us, but is there similarities between Deitch and could this be sort of a positive development or uh, is this going to be more precarious than that takeover? Uh, John, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you say John, then I'll, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm trying to think on what Pat's saying. If the, I think it's more precarious. Yeah. I do. I think back in the day, um, I mean, there are similarities, which is fundamentally the fan base wanted the incumbent out. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't think Peter Johnson, when the dust settles and 
objective reviews of the whole history come to pass will be seen as bad as people might remember. <laughs> I think he was, in some respects, trying to do the right things. Mm. Um, clearly, you know, the money, ran, the money. you know, you know, he ran a hamper business, so you know, money was a big issue, wasn't yeah. it? Um, and and what else would one expect an incumbent to say when they walk through the door? You know, clearly, if you look at this football club, you would say it doesn't appear to have had a plan. Well, we've got one. Oh, well done. Great, yeah. Prove it. Right. So it's all about walking the talk, isn't it? And, and, and sometimes, and this happens in business, the people who can bring you out of the doldrums and get you up to a certain level are not the people who can take you the whole way. No. Right. And, and, and so there will have been a moment. And sadly, I think it's in and around the King's Dock when you, are, you, you have to allow uh, new younger um more ambitious blood not necessarily to replace you but at least to be able to have that challenging debate Absolutely. where you don't go all crazy and win lose which might be paul Gregg's approach to life and paul's mm. view, uh, uh, bill's view might have been somewhat more cautious um you end up with a balanced view where you're not as cautious as one would be and you're not as crazy aggressive as the other one might be and you know, and you sort of you t you you go down a, a middle path. I think the challenge we have now is a fan base who want the incumbent out, mm. and it's and by the incumbent we probably mean as much Mashiri as just the guy yeah, yeah, who yeah. runs the show for him, yeah. without any genuine understanding about whether what comes in is going to be any better or not. And and, and so we and we won't know until they're here. <laughs> There may be people we don't really recognise. There may be people who have good track records in their own business lives. They may be Evertonians, mm. but that doesn't mean they can make a difference at a football club. Yeah. You know, you, you, you talked about Finch. Mm. You know, when he joined Park Foods working for Peter Johnson, he didn't think he was going to have to deal with football agents. No, no. You know, and, and if you are lacking in a skill set, which is fundamentally about confrontational negotiation, and you, you're not empowered to basically tell the other guy to go forth and multiply, then you're going to lose those battles, aren't you? Yeah. So, so I think we, we will go through a period of uncertainty, right? We'll go through a period of, you know, the king is dead, long live the king sort of thing. Anyone who comes in must be better than what's just gone out because it can't be any worse, yeah. which is why I asked Baz at lunchtime today whether we've hit rock bottom yet. And and the thing is, with a with a squad that's performed or has in a couple of years performed below what you would say the paper qualities would say they have, mm. with another new manager, then what's going to happen, and he is quite new still, Deitch, yeah, What's going to happen is at a period when you really want some stability, we're having actually the biggest change you can have, which may be minimally a complete change of your board. Mm. And for whatever people say about Bill, I think pretty much every manager's liked him. Mm. So therefore, Deitch will have some regrets. I got on with, with Bill Kenwright. Who do I have to get on with next? And I don't know who that is. Mm. Um, at, at a period when perhaps we haven't got the time to spare to, to find out whether people are up to it or not. So the incumbents need to have a plan. They need to hit the street running. Um, and they need to do that in a very visible way. Yeah. And yet here we are, if interim people are coming in, um, that's the first thing, isn't it? We debated earlier on what does interim mean. Um, but the interim people have already behind the eight ball a little bit because promises are being made still that are not delivered upon.
say something at five o'clock, mm. even if it is you're not ready yet to say what you said <laughs> two days ago. But just don't let it fester with Ever- Everton fans throughout the world hitting refresh, 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 refresh. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. What do you think anyway? So uh, I've gotten caught up a little bit with with the, the Ken Wright hating a little bit and, you know, calling him, you know, a, a, a lard and, you know, making fun of his weight and everything like that. And all, all this Ooh. stuff I've gotten caught up in. But I think I've listened back to the previous club calls and – uh, of all three of the sort of the main hosts, you and Baz and Ped talk about it, that Ken Wright ends up being a shield for Mashiri, right? He does, because yeah. Easily detect- he sort of, he, he comes off as kind of posh, aloof. He was, uh, he's in film and he, he's this, he has this, when things aren't going well, he's an easy target, right? And I guess I do sympathize with that too, but we have heard stories and conflicting ones because we've never really gotten the real stories, it seems, or the full story of whether it's Ken Wright putting his fingers in, in transfers or it's Mashiri or it's both. Um, but I guess my point is I think the Mashiri thing will handle itself after the oligarch who shall not be named kind of got pulled out from under him, which seems to be a lot of where this money was coming from, this very ill-spent money, but a lot of it was coming from. And so I guess it's easier to get rid of Ken Wright and hope it, it changes and also, I think maybe what you were saying, John, that new blood needs to come in to push it. And Ken Wright has been always um, sort of very uh, um, conservative. What was it? I, I don't remember if it was Petter or Baz that always said, uh, Moyes said, you know, whatever you can give me in the transfer is fine. Just don't take my players out from under me. Here's your yeah. five million a kitty. Give me that. And I'll work with that little amount, but don't take my players from me. And so I think that model really doesn't, work anymore as we move toward as a director of football model so i guess that's where i think ken wright having this influence on the board and being a little too old school maybe he needs to go no matter what i think and maybe um i think that he's the one that would be more likely to stay uh, that and i think mushiri is by and large kind of going to be forced out so i think that's the part of it that that though i understand ken wright can be an easy target I think he has to go too because of his influence and being too old school. I think you're right. And and, and I think for his own well-being, he he needs to go as well because he, he, you know, he must have a thick skin because he's taken so much stick over the years, hasn't he? And so I don't think he's the sort to run away. But you said it many times, Baz, that he becomes a magnet for the disappointment in the fan base. And so while he's there, it's always going to be his fault. Um, whether it, 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 whether could it well is be his fault. No, that's right. Sometimes but, but, there'll be times when maybe it isn't. But well, it's a mixture because individual companies fail, don't isn't they? It? No, yeah. listen. Yeah. Bill Ken Knight has made massive mistakes. He has. Yeah, no, totally. You know, even the people who defend them to the hilt will tell you he's made mistakes. Well, and he well, probably would as well. And he would say. But regardless of whether you like him, hate him, whatever... The right thing for him to do now and the right thing for the football club, which is all it's about, Mm. is for him to move on. Because the fan base, need they need that as well. We need to see. We keep going on about transfer budgets and needing to improve the squad and do all this. This is the stuff we all should be thinking about. We're in a transfer window. I'm seeing Brentford bidding £30 million for Brennan Johnson. Players Mm. going to clubs. Chelsea in negotiations with Everton over Amadou Onana. 
that kind of thing, mm. right? Clubs are trying to get their ducks in a row, and yet we're still sitting here going, we don't know whether we've got any money, we don't know whether we've got a chairman, we don't know whether we've got a... Well, we haven't got a CEO, we haven't got board members, we haven't got this, we haven't got that. Bill Kenknight's chaired all of this where mm. we are right now. And so for us to move forward as a fan base, the right thing, the easiest thing to get everyone pushing in the right direction, which is, let's remember, it's to support a football team. Mm. That's what it's about. Forget about shiny stadiums and forget about board members and mil- billionaires and millionaires, which is Winning what games. they all are, particularly CEO and stuff like that. It's about the football team. It's mm. about us having a better football team than we've just had. Mm-hmm. Right now, we've got a worse squad because three or four of them have gone. Mm-hmm. Centre-back that finished the season, we lost our, we lost by the way. That's player. Exactly. So mm-hmm. that's what this football club is about, mm-hmm. and we have to get back to that. Bill Kenwright moving on helps that. Doesn't solve it. It helps it in terms of everybody going right within the right direction. Unfortunately for us, the man who's very erratic is the owner of the football club, and we don't know what's this, like we've said. Check 48 hours. We're now in 40. We're just about to be the 49th hour. What's that all about? Like you said, why put a time scale on it then? Hmm. We're just fair this at lunchtime. Yeah. We'll follow. Or you will be updated when we have got more to tell you. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Why the 48 hour thing? Right? Why the 48 hour? Bob, I know it's about winning trophies. That's the top end. That's the top end, but in English football, only three... before the horse, though. Uh, Exactly. Only three teams win a trophy. Well, you've got three trophies to win domestically in England. one team won them this season. Which means... And one team won them. Two, because Man United Man United, yeah. Yeah, Two teams. So, 18 other teams were disappointed, weren't they? Because they didn't win a trophy. Okay? I get that. Listen, don't tell me about, like, what what my standards are. My standards are 85 and 87 and winning European, you know, uh, the Cup Winners Cup and winning league titles. That's how I view Everton in my eyes. Just right now, I also look at the whole thing and go, well, you know, before we can run, let's walk. Because right now, we ain't even walking. We're limping and and we're limping towards... Everyone else is running faster than we are and we can't do it because we're limping. So we have to start healing. And that healing is by this... Three of the board have gone... Let's make it a clean sweep. Will it be perfect? No idea. Will the people coming in be better? No idea. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't sit here and go, it's going to be great because Ken, like, Baxendale and Sharp and Ingles, Ingles, as uh, have all moved on. So it's going to be perfect now because we've still got the fella who owns us. who's owned us for seven years when it's been shite. So there's no, nothing tells me it's going to be any better. But, but, it might not be any worse. So you just never know. When you get a new board in, it might be absolutely brilliant. This new board might come in and start making the right decisions. And like you said, John, they might they might appoint Alan Myers who was chief engagement officer and he gets the fans going. They might make good business decisions. They might have links to businesses who go, we will, we'll be a partner and there's another five. And all of a sudden our commercial income goes up. Mm-hmm. They're all the sunny, the sunny day plans, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But right now we've got to be real. Real is... Everything focusing back on the team to win football matches. That's all that matters. And moving forward in the right direction. Like you said, two things, always two things. Communication, leadership. We ain't seen either for months, for months. Including today. And today, you know what? In some, I'm going to shut up now because I didn't realise I was going to go on this. This is even worse than some of the stuff actually today in a mad way. Because we've told, the club has told people there's this deadline Self 
um, set. self-set deadline, yeah, yeah. self-proposed deadline by themselves, and they haven't even been able to meet it. That is a joke. By any stretch, that is embarrassing. Hmm. To give your, that deadline that no one was looking for, by the way. That's right. Nobody was looking at this deadline. He could have said a decision on the chairman will be made in due course. Due course could have been a week, a day, a week, a month. He didn't. He put it on. He put it straight there. And now we're into the 49th hour. And that, to me, is embarrassing. And indicative of where the football club is. About to be the 50th hour. Right now. This sounds like when Moshiri promised us a striker. And just, no. I mean, that's that's one of the, you know, we'll get a striker if we need to. Bill Ken likes the honor, Dan Juma, of of the board. Is that what you're saying? Well, Dan Juma walked out the door. He walked out the door, don't forget. So will Bill. Yeah. And, and that, that that funnily is is something that because it was a, it was a straight loan with no obligation or option to buy. He was going to be going back to Spain no matter. Anyways, that's a whole thing. The player but, did uh, say the week of the last game of the season, if I had me time again, I'd make a different decision, didn't he? Yes, he did. I mean, playing 162 minutes and yeah. after mm. for what in 16 potential games in the in the league. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not enough. That's mm. a very bad loan. Mm. Um. Almost worse than not not quite as bad as Vinagre's loan, but still. No. Uh, but so the last thing I wanted, the reason I actually called was to talk about how we uh, have uh, imbalanced our squad. As I know, we've talked about many times. True. But I re- realized that in the last game of the season, we were playing. Let's see, we were playing. I think five or six players who started the season listed as midfielders. What we had: Awobi, Decore, Ghana, Onana. And Garner. So we had five. Mm. We were basically playing a team of midfielders, basically. Yeah. Out of position. In almost every position. Um, and, you know, wingers and that. I guess if you count... Uh, uh, and if you count McNeil a midfield winger like he was in the four-five-one, whatever it was. But it's so clear now that we literally have two wingers on the roster that are, like, real wingers in Gray and, Gray and McNeil. And one you know, Premier League level striker. Like we, we right now, and, and the first link I I hear is Scott McTominay. I'm like, we don't, even if he was the perfect one that kills me, I do not want that many. I don't care how well he gets along with Nathan Patterson. I don't care. He is slow. He's really clumsy when he tackles. Yes, he's physical, but we have other physical players. Please no, don't get him. But not only that, he's another midfielder. Even if he was the perfect fit, we don't need more midfielders. We were already <laughs> playing like four of them out of position. Spot on. We might need one because Amadou Onana apparently is in talks with Chelsea. So, But I would still replace him with Batista Mendy from Angers for five million quid. He's 23, likely to improve, can get around the pitch, competitive and then you bank the money somewhere else for Onana, and you get strikers and wingers in. And so, what's the source for the Onana claim? Belgium journalist. Yeah. If Everton Football Club Belgium. are talking to Chelsea to move on the guy the manager doesn't like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and we think we we've talked on the channel fifty five million, but we, I'd, I'd want seventy. Yeah, we, we we would be cool with that, wouldn't we? We we talked weeks ago about mm-hmm. there's somebody you could sell on as long as you've got some protections around mm. kickers and stuff like mm. that. Um, then Bill's doing it, isn't he? God knows. Because for 20 years he's been doing it. Kevin might be doing it. Might have been promoted to do it. Yeah. So maybe well, we'll that's how they missed the deadline. They're we'll busy see. doing something yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why the deadline isn't, because yeah. Mishiri and Bill are 
doing their own Arnold deal as his last legacy. Well, we're still machering somebody else, yeah. Oh, yeah, machering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Nice one, Pat. Good man. Right. Top Have man. And you. Take care, mate. Thanks Cheers, for mate. calling in. Cheers, pal. Cheers. Uh, Karen O'Shea on the Super Chat uh, says, thank you, Karen, by the way, for the Super Chat, says, I wasn't ever Ken Wright out, but how can you be the steward of our once great club in its current state and not feel accountable about the state it's in? Is there a, John, yeah. let me ask you this. This is, I mean, again, I'm asking you to almost look into the look into their minds and be some kind of psychic, but do you think, is there a sense of the board, do you think, thinking, like, this isn't our fault, why is all having a go at us? When the reality is, this is a business that has been losing money every single year. We're at a stage where we need to bring in attacking players. We've done this 12 months ago, and we've even seen it on a video we've done 12 months ago. And we're in danger of repeating the same mistake again because we're not in a position due to their stewardship, where we can actually say, you know what, we've made some money and we've got bigger budgets to give the manager to help them to make sure this doesn't happen again. Um, I think, well, we talked, or I did before, about accountability. Mm, uh, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, yeah um, and, and I think that there's a fundamental difference between excuses and reasons. Yeah. So the owner might be a difficult man to deal with. Mm. You would like to think that people who are running our football club with all the challenges that they face all day, every day, would find a way to to deal with the owner, okay? Um, and if the owner wasn't getting what he wanted out of that board, mm. you would think he would go and find better people. Yeah. So both have to fail, don't they? And and certainly over the some of the propaganda that's happened over recent times, and recent times maybe the last year, are actually what you sort of couched in your question. Mm. Um, not not quotable individuals, but the board yeah. thinking that it was more the owner's fault than theirs. Mm. What, what what can we do? He's renegade. He does things, mm. um, and 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 just the inability to control him. Yeah, and 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 I think you know if if, if Denise or Grant, probably not, but Grant, but yeah, but Denise or Bill were sat around the table with us, they'd probably be saying things like, well, you don't know how difficult it is, mate, yeah. really. Yeah. It's all well and good saying we should have controlled him, but you just do not, can't imagine. You know, we've seen what national journalists think, right? Yeah, of course. And, and, and so on. But to me, that's not just in the foothills of excuses, yeah? Mm. Um, it's well up, up, up the tower, if you will, or the the hill, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But doesn't mean it can't be reasons as well. Mm. But it sounds like an excuse because you're still here. You're still not controlling him. You are a passenger on a ship that's heading for an iceberg, mm. and all you're doing is saying that's actually the guy in the in the wheelhouse's fault. It's not ours. But mm. you're still going to go down with the goddamn ship. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> really. You know, so what have you got to lose by trying to storm the, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and try and grab that wheel? Because the worst case is you hit the iceberg anyway. Mm. The best case is you avert a disaster. Mm. So I think particularly in the, in the guise of people like Grant and Graham and Denise and maybe a little bit with Bill, lack of experience, 
right, um, meant that they just weren't able to cope with what was thrown at them. Now, if they couldn't cope what was thrown at them, then it becomes incumbent on the person who has the authority through his shareholding to do something about it, to do something about it. Mm. And uh, neither of them did it. It's 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 truly difficult to comprehend how it's come to this. Other than Absolutely. one of my cliches, a project go late one day at a time. Mm. And it's only when you look back and you think, look at all the chances we had. Again, the footballing analogy is: you see the replays on the TV, and you think, why didn't Garner pull him down? Why didn't Anana pull him <laughs> yeah, down? Yeah. But we both ju- they both just let him go. Or other games, Newcastle. Why the hell did Keane jump out the way? Mm. And so on, right? And that can happen in a business sense as well. I'm sure each and every one of those board members have got, ex-board members, yeah, have got multiple examples where given the chance again, they do something different. Because if they haven't, they haven't learned anything, right? Uh, Bizlock21 says uh, 881 people watching, only 191 likes. He's fuming. He's absolutely fuming. So don't do it for the channel. Do it for Bizlock. Takes a second. (laughs) Just hit it like that, bang. Job done. You're watching it. Quite clearly, you hear, listening. Go on. doesn't cost you nothing. Just give it a little like. It takes a second. Or message us why you don't like a it. A second. A second. Or well, don't watch it. Have we? Yeah, I know. Well, but listen, it is warm. People are waiting. It is sticky. Waiting for uh, for something. But, you know. The blue says spot on, John. If that's the case, they're admitting they're useless. If that is what's gone on. Because they, they haven't done anything. Should we try and make positive predictions? Go on. We sell an honour mm. and we bring in that striker that you want from some foreign land who mm. fits the profile. Mm. You know, young, a ceiling above mm. where we get him from, um, pace, and some history and scoring goals. Yeah. Imagine if they did that in the next week or so. It'd be good. It would be very good, wouldn't very it? Very good. Well, a good move into very good if you then spend the money well, mm. you know? Um, and and be bold on 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 the negotiation around Anana. So, yeah. And our US friend said we've got loads of midfield players. No, well, you, listen, it's all about makeup, though, isn't it? Yeah. If you got rid of if we got rid of Onana, you need a midfielder. I think I, as I well, personally, I think so. I'd get Mendy if yep. no Onana goes or stays. Five million quid is not even a challenge for me. Exactly. You get it, you get it. I mean, it's for me personally. I couldn't afford five million leading lira, but. For Everton Football Club, you get him, you bring him in, you, and because you're thinking five million quid, twenty three, he plays in League One, can get about the pitch, likes to put a tackle in, can pass a ball. You know what? Our thirty four year old midfielder, who's one of our best players this season, might still be very good again next season. I'm sure he will, because that's just the way he is. But this fella is going to be his replacement next season. You know, mm-hmm. like when we're coming, and we, and we start going, oh my God, we've got to replace him and him and him. And that is how I would do it personally. But Everton don't seem to think like I think that. think 60-ish for an honour with some kickers. Mm-hmm. I don't, for me, right, the big thing as well with Onana is people are right. You don't want to, that's not really what you want. You want, you'd like to, bring him around, but you'd like to go, right, we'll get him in and he'll stay for two years and we'll build the team a little bit around him and he'll develop again. Then he goes for 90. Then he goes for 80, 90 and we get the next two or three. But just right now, it is what it is where, you know, and especially if you, like you've just said, is um, if Sean Dyche doesn't like him, um, uh, Nick, he's French, 
he's French plays for Angers. They just being relegated. He's I think he's got released thing of five million quid. That's what that's what um the quote. Um if if the manager does isn't gonna use him and thinks he's a good player, but we can get by without somebody creates a pot of money that we can reinvest. That's a little bit different. It's objective thinking. Exactly. It's thinking, well, how do we get the best out of it? David Moyes did it for years, Mm. didn't he? He did kind of say, let's not, you know, don't take my best players off me. But he done it when Lescott went. Lescott wanted to go. Forced it. And he was like, okay, let's get rid of him. And he brought this stand, Heitinger. Billy Ettenhoff, okay, Billy Ettenhoff didn't quite work out, but he did score some decent goals. Mm. But he was reinvesting that money back into the team. And you have to do that. Brentford, Brighton, Brighton are very good at it. Everton will be bold then and do it. But reinvest the money. Don't just sell them and then go, well, we haven't really got much money to spend because then all you're doing, you're better off just keeping them and, and gambling. You can't sell them, are Not really reinvest that money to get dates two strikers, a winger, another midfielder, a left-back. You can't because you are literally then cutting and cutting. And I cutting. think they know what they need. Um, you know, um, the director of football, I don't know what he's been doing if he doesn't know. Yeah. Um, the circumstances being what they were, particularly the, the P&S and FFP type mm. stuff, yeah. clearly limited us. Mm. And we, we all know because we can read the accounts and we can see that the big numbers falling off and so on. Yeah, then then it has to be that there is room. And if you then get an injection for what one hundred percent profit on a player you bought last season or last year, then that's got to make the world a better place. And, and you have to have a default assumption. Mm-hmm. All of that can be invested in players. Yeah, it has to be the right ones. Yeah, and as you just said when you alluded to the way Moyes did it, like three or four players because you've got good picks. Mm-hmm. You get really good return on the amount of money you've got to spend yeah. because you know where you want to spend it. And we've got four loan spaces, so we can, you exactly can do right. a good bit exactly of right, rejigging yeah. this summer yeah. Yeah, that yeah. puts you in a better place for next season when we move into the new stadium, create bigger revenue, hopefully you finish higher up the table, create mm. a little bit more revenue, covers your bases. Have you got something to say? I'll just uh, let you finish first. like, But it's just, you sell a sellable asset who's one of your only sellable assets. And it's what Everton haven't done for a long time. And I don't think we can sell on Anna unless they've got one lined up like Bright like Brighton do and less have done in the past when they were doing things correctly. You sell on Anna and you have the sellable asset who comes in to replace him and then your other areas which you spend the money on are also set. If you bring if you sell on Anna for sixty million and then you spend all that sixty million on thirty year olds, you've A lost a sellable asset and replaced him or spent the money you got with him on players or you're not going to make money on. If you replace him with a £10 million centre midfielder and spend the other money urging needs to improve, you've got your replacement for Onana and you've got a player who two years you sell him for £60 million again and then and then you do the same thing and recycle. If only it was so easy. Yeah. But, I mean, but, but, well, some clubs make it no, clubs it is. a lot easier than it is what quite, Everton, it is easy. Everton really? make it easy. It is easy. Brighton done it very. Brighton make you're it not look get, very easy. Don't forget, you're not going to get everyone right because no, no one gets everyone right. No, absolutely. But you can get the majority right, and other clubs do it. But mm. it's like for the past three we years, we could have got Onana before he went to Leeds. Certainly midfield. Yeah, we had one player who was a, a Takori type player. We were saying we need to get younger. We looked at Czech Takori players like that. All mm. we looked at Sangare. There was other ones. There was um, it was a Pape Sar or whatever in the French league. We looked plenty. We ended up getting Onana. 
Let's go and get another one. Well, last year we could have got Mo Camera after yeah. we had one. Mm-hmm. I wanted Mo Camera. Yeah, yeah. We went for Garner. I think he would have cost a, a twelve million. Yeah, Mo Camera was going for twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Go to Monaco, done well. People talking twenty-five million a season later. We could have got him. He wanted the, he wanted to come here that much. He was liking Instagram posts that were saying Everton were getting him. The kid actually <laughs> liked two of them. <laughs> and then talks with them and all that. Everton could have got him. And there's lots of them. Around. We had a manager who'd rather have no pay. All right, John. You're right. And then we sacked him. But we do have to bring we do have to bring goals into this we team do. as well. And that is the uh, They know. That is what the thing. Do they? they I must. hope they do. Yeah, you see, there's your caveat, isn't it? You say they know, and we say we know, and we sat here and Steve Kelly reminded us that day when you said have we hit rock bottom. We might not have done, and we our faces dropped us on deadline day. It was, and we did sit there, and we did say, and it was Steve said, if we lose Calvert Lewin, we're in huge, huge. And he was right, of course, yeah. and of course we scrape. Yeah, yeah. So if Everton do know, and they should know, and if they don't know, they all need chasing. Mm, totally we need agree. Goals into the side, and if it is Onana, and we sell him, and it's sixty plus million, then we need to replace. We need to go and get it. I'm, I'm to be kept to be. Fair can Everton look and say to Chelsea, Well, yeah, yeah, we'll do a bit of a deal, but we also will take someone on loan mm. for this year as well. What are you doing yeah. with Conor Gallagher? St. Conor Gallagher, they come as, you know what as I mean? an example, Whoever it might be Christian yeah, yeah. Pulisic. What's happening with him? Is he loan? Is he selling them? Have a little look. If it's nothing really that'll help us, don't take anyone just for the sake no, of absolutely. it. Absolutely, but explore that. But for me, Everton could, if it is 60 odd million and Onana, you know, will go for the money, the right money and all that, then reinvest it. Reinvest it and do it properly and do it quickly. Well, I I, I rather hope, and again, we're just speculating, aren't we, mm. that, remember what we were talking about earlier today, I think it was on the, the one o'clock thing, and we talked about, or maybe it was yesterday, they all melt into one, don't they? Mm. Yeah. Particularly in this place. Um, but they know what they want to do, mm. and they know how much money they need to do it. Yeah. Therefore, they're getting the money. And that's selling an honor. Okay. Well, I, and if they've had that pragmatic discussion, so. which mm. is we want this, 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 and this, and we actually mm. have got names against those roles, and that's going to cost this. This is how much we've got to spend, and that leaves a hole this size. Yeah. That means we need to sell somebody. Who mm. is it? And there's, as your man over there said, very few saleable assets. Yeah. And the manager perhaps doesn't really like him anyway, or is not convinced by him, or. He won't show through enough to justify turning down the money when I get all these players for them for that money. Yeah, mm. then maybe we're actually going to see that thing where we talked earlier about um, before the month is out and before we go off to um, you know the European camps and stuff. Mm, Switzerland, yeah. Uh, yeah, up in Switzerland, Austria, whatever. That some of these players we're bringing in are already here. Mm. I hope so, because I think that would be a, a big a big bonus, actually, mm. having some players in the squad who actually go on pre-season training yeah, absolutely. and give them... And that's what the manager wants, isn't it? You can see the shape yeah. of his team then, and then everything else be- and we can all buy starts to become an outing, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Trey No says, uh, hello from Virginia, lads. Hello, Trey. Says, uh, I understand owners and investors are required to pass a fitness test, but are board members and chairman, could that be part of the delay? No. I don't think they're not. They're they? not. They're employees. Sadly. Yeah, they're just employees, so no. Uh, Tom S says only Everton could set their own deadline and fail to stick to it. Yeah, crazy. It is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Lou says it's a yet again another example of how piss poor 
our communications at the club are. Bring back Alan Myers. 20 to 10 tonight, <sighs> we'll announce Anana's gone. We've brought in this French striker that Baz goes. That was the one I said, yeah. Would it yeah, be no, French, by the way? If we got no, Boniface. No, Boniface playing in Belgium. Nigerian. Okay, Nigerian. Right, okay. 22. We'll have, we'll have both of them, please. Yeah. We'll have him and Mendy, who's a midfielder. Um, but there's loads, isn't it? There's Musha Dembele, who's free, who Everton are linked with quite mm. strongly. You know, 26, a good age, he's free. There's a lot of this. There's loads. Prime. People are saying Ross Barkley. Get Ross no, Barkley. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, Ampadu, who's uh, always been, you know, being a player who you're just waiting to click properly. Um, you do well. Uh, Hung Cardi says, Hi, I'm supporting Everton from Hungary. Hello there. Hello. You were a bit mad if you support Everton, but I'm made up you are. Hope you're good. Um, of all the clubs you could support. Yeah, you you've only you've listen, you've only got yourself to blame. But Respect. then again, think how good it'll be when it goes right. And it is hope more than anything else, but there you go. There you go. Um let us know where you're watching from the last ten minutes or so, me and John here. Premier members, you've got 10 minutes to get your call in. Uh, make sure you hit the like button on this. It's gone up to 293, which is excellent. Can we get it over 300 in the next couple of minutes? That would be great. Can we 23 from 79, 200? Can we get 23 people who aren't sub to just go, yeah, you know what, I'll have a little sub there. Do it. It's great. We love you. Um, where are we? AD Pope says, we won't hear anything tonight. And sod all business will get done until right at the end of the window. Our club is run piss poor. I prefer my prediction. (laughs) But what you'd have to say, what you would say is, if we're saying that the border an issue and the border gone Mm. and Everton don't announce anything, don't bring anyone in till the end of the window, then maybe the board wasn't the issue. Stands to reason, doesn't it? Because if a new board comes in and they've got different ideas and it still doesn't get done, then where is the issue? Was it just? I'm not. I'm not defending the board, by the way. I'm just saying, if we're saying we need the board gone, but none of us are then, but none of us are then kind of trying to get into this mode of things are going to improve now. Then why were we kicking up such a fuss to get rid of the board if we didn't believe things were going to improve? So I'm looking at it from glass half full. I'm thinking the board will go. Have gone most have, of them. Yeah, the most have gone. This announcement will be made. Kevin Thelwell knows exactly what Sean... Well, Kevin Thelwell knows what the football club needs. Hopefully Sean Dyke agrees and we get those players in and we all end up in a much better place come August the 12th when we kick off at home to... Fulham at home. So on August 12th. Decided, I'm just deciding. We owe Fulham big time. I'm fuming. We've lost the last two games against them when they hadn't won for 30. Well, they've never won, have they, till they beat us and go over the Goodison mm. in the league. So we're playing Fulham at home. Day one, we're going to beat them 3 1. Dembele 2. <laughs> Stanley Mills with the other as a late sub. Sean Dice just going opposite to what he does and just getting kids in there. This new freshness of Dice. He'll just have like. Start there like Stone Cold Steve. We'll play on Friday night. We'll be top of the league. Yeah, play on the Friday. Rip his top off and just stand there. Oh no, I've just got to. <laughs> Look at him. away. <laughs> no, we're at home. I don't know. We're definitely at home. We're definitely at home. 
don't want Burnley. Not not that you want. Not the Sean Burnley under the dice, the story, company. No, no, Fulham I want. Fulham. You shut up, I want Fulham. Uh, right, there we go. There's a few people. Bluey says he's in Hollywood. I don't believe you, but I might be wrong. Tell me where about in Hollywood, and then I'll believe you. Uh, Burnley are back at pre-season training, which is mad. They were back last week. They also get everything right. The training, then they're having some time off, and then they're doing a week's training before the season starts, which is a bit... It is interesting. Um, you know, we... Yeah, uh, that's something else. Stay Hard is watching from South Africa. Says, what's up, lads? Is right. South Africa is tremendous. Country. It is a big country. Um, someone just mentioned Hammers. We can't get Hammers Rodriguez back. Come on, come on. If he comes back on a pay as you play, and not very much, and on ten grand basic, then you know, then we'll have a chat because we'll get that thing set. He'll have his, his set up where he likes playing Fortnite and all of that stuff. Likes gaming and Call of Duty, and he can just you know, doesn't doesn't have to play over Christmas. No, and get off. Likes to likes to be on his way. Um, Blue Peter's watching from Rojales in Spain. That's right, Blue Peter. I hope you if you live there, I hope you're having a great day. If you're on holiday there, I hope you're having a lovely holiday. There you go. Mm. Um, yeah. Blue, he says he's just realised how happy he is. That's great. It's good to be happy. We may have two home games on the bounce, I believe. We'll see. We might. We may well do. I think what I'd see in Liverpool have asked for their first home game to be the 19th, which is obviously the week after, the, so the second game. So if that's the case, then they'll be at home on 19th, won't they? Uh, Anand Moodley's watching from Belito in South Africa. Never heard of it. I've obviously heard of South Africa. But all good. It's people are just naming fixtures, but they're not out till tomorrow. Um and Luton can't play at home because of stadium renovate. They have to be away as well, haven't they, the first game have of the they? season? Yeah. So we'll see. They could play us then. We'll see. The uh, Hammers does love a bit of Crosby Beach. Advertising his sunglasses, doesn't he? Loves it. Yeah, Luton. Co- oh, Luton, no, they won. Don't want promoted teams, really. Um, Certainly not a promoted team away, but at least we know we're going to be at home wherever. Andrew Mullen says, Doch leaked. We have Brentford at home first game. The dock gets leaked every single ever since I was when I was working at Everton. There was the it's dock the trial run. The dock was leaked the night before every year, and mm. every year I'd go to the fax machine because we had to be in an hour early. You'd go to the fax machine at eight o'clock when it come through from the Premier League, and it'd never be the thing that was there the day before ever. Which never ever right. Nailed on. It's going to be Brentford then. <laughs> that might be, but what I'm saying is that it, it hadn't been so far. So there you go. Frankie's watching in Spain. Hello, Frankie. Hope you're uh, having a good time in Spain. Uh, Vibe Lord 69 says, What's up with Liverpool wanting Branthwaite? Because he's a very good young centre back. Very good. Then... He's going to be playing for us. So, yeah. so we'll see. Uh, Tommy Burich says, Respect from Croatia. Big fan of Everton for the last 40 years. It's right. Man. It's right. Hope you're, uh, hope you're good, mate. Uh, Papa Trev says the new board must install a proper succession plan. It's clear that one is not established. Obviously, because they haven't been able to stick to their own deadline, which is bizarre. Bizarre, yeah. Why do they do this? Don't know. Why do they do this? It's just mad, isn't it? 
It's past someone's just said, I hope we have Man City, because Grealish will still be drunk. <laughs> He's having a good time, isn't he? He is having a good time, Jack Grealish. He's just like, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just getting bladdered. It's all good. Uh, Barry P says, uh, greetings from the Bahamas. Greetings. Sound like Joey from uh, Bread Day. And greetings. Uh, pretty good fitness, says Bass. What's happening with the statement, Ken Knight, and the incomes? No clue, mate. We all assumed that it'd be by five o'clock. Um, and it hasn't been, so I don't know. The club said it'd be done in 48 hours. We're but, in added time. Yeah, we're in, we're in that time that they found for the Brentford game. Yeah, for the Bournemouth game, last game of the season. We'll see. Toffee boys watching from sunny South Wales. Why did we always delay the kit launch? Losing out on the revenue. Wasn't it an issue with... Was it an issue with the... Oh, yeah. Because of the relegation threat. And that's the problem. So sponsor had a, had a way out then. Mm-hmm. Presumably. Yeah. So... Frankie says, I'm not in Spain. I was in New Brighton. Said it beat Spain. I just, as it seems, Spain, you must, the other bit must have been higher up. Well, that's all right. New Brighton will feel like Spain today. It's roasting. Uh, stay hard watching from Pretoria. In South okay, Africa. Cool. Love you, lads. Love you too, mate. Keep it going. Mm. Um, Could have a Premier Night there, couldn't we? Got to do the Irish one. That we have got a short dog. We've got to do the one in well, next month first. Well, let's do the Liverpool one next month first. The, uh, that yeah. boy says he's watching from Reno in Nevada. Oh. Mm, nice. Bluey says if you've watched Succession, you know it takes time. Um, Philip Malcolm says Gift Oban. Who'd awesome have thought Tom second, would so. get the top job? I don't watch it. Never watched Too it. late you now, I've just told you the end. Literally spoiled, <laughs> spoiled it for everyone. You've literally ruined it. Um, there's that. Cheers, Phil. I was just seeing if there was any more things. Um, sure, there's time for one more person to ring up. No. No, people, you know, some weeks you'll have loads and other weeks. Get the final save, you ring people up People are too hot. Yeah, you'd get your... You get your, uh, you could close the show. Normally Astro, innit? Yeah. But we are finished. I'm doing the final refresh. And then we're finished. Uh, Amo says, just seen a picture of the show called Open the Day Fixture. Says we've got Brentford at home. Well, a lot of people are saying Brentford, aren't they? So we'll see. Could well be. We will, uh, we'll know, won't we, in the morning? Basically. What time did they come out? They're announced at nine, aren't are they? they? And you'll have the leaks at eight o'clock, probably. Um, because people can't hold their own water, can they? I wonder what I'm going to talk about on Radio Merseyside tomorrow morning. Yeah, John is on Radio Merseyside. Yeah, because if nothing's happened. Yeah. yeah, he's on BBC Radio Merseyside at five past eight in the morning. Um, Gary Smith says, still waiting from Phnom Penh in Cambodia. Wow, famous place. Um, 59 years, it is. Um, You've never shone so brightly. He's watching from Luton. Been an Evertonian since 2015. We've had good times. <laughs> 2015, oh, yeah. I suppose we looked like we, you know, we had Romelu Lukaku. We looked like we were doing all right. Yeah. His career peaked with us. It did. It did. It absolutely did. Um, I believe he says, are we going to the States this summer, lads? No. No, no. They're not, are they? They're going to Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, we might though. 
Here we go, the All-Stars game. No, All-Stars, no. not Stars, yeah, it's an yeah. All-Star game. All-Star game. Andy Reid is watching from Alabama. It was great to meet you both last year in Baltimore and Minnesota. Is right, Andy. Keep up the great work. Show gets better and better. We need patience concerning the news. Yeah, you know what? He's like right. you said, if they wouldn't have said a word, if they wouldn't have said a word about a deadline, people would have just... I think, you know what? I think they actually made it worse, putting the deadline in. Because hmm. people would have just gone, well, that's three of them. Like, people would have moaned about Ken Knight, but they could have said, like I said before, in due course, we'll make it. But we know state. the nationals and the radio stations, national and local, mm. been pinging us today because they're lining up for comments. So yeah, they yeah. thought something was happening as well. Mm. So that Andy Reid then. That Andy was Reed, Andy, yeah. Andy Skywalker. I remember I interviewed him outside the... Uh, was it the Black Stack? The Black Stack, so yeah, in Minnesota. Watch his score prediction and he went, he's 4-1 or 4-0. And I went to who? And he went... Uh, <laughs> Same you, Andy. You, Andy was giving it to you. He was, he was trying to let you down gently. gently yeah, I did say that they were Ray dangerous. Oh, Ray and Oso. I did say Ray and Oso. He played fifteen minutes. He would already scored. I said he'll do all right against they get, us. Got it. Got some couple. They're getting pooky, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They need a striker, don't they? Yeah. Well, Amarillo's gone. David Alba's gone to into Miami. See here. <laughs> so they're making they're making some moves now. They won't be bottom for long, then. Big Leo. Big Lyle. There's some Argentinian bloke, haven't they? In charge. No coming over. Bags they of potential, are. John. Miami. Apparently a decent... They signed him, he looks all right, yeah. They got him with, uh, with the Discovery. They signed him. slow, though, isn't Discovery. he? He's a little bit slow now, but... He'll Not be very all tall, either. He's got to have physical right. challenges in that league, isn't he? Well, I think he'll be all right. Um, Sally Braid says, uh, manically refreshing in Savannah. Yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. Just, you'll have to just chill, Sal, because it might not happen now. I mean, I've no idea. It could be announced in 10 minutes. It could be announced at nine. It might not be announced. Who knows? Farhad's uh, waiting for us to go off. He there. is, and then he'll do it, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Matthias is watching from Finland. Says, hopefully we sign Jokeres. Cheers, mm. mate. If I blow, I started watching Everton as a teenager in 2010 when Landon Donovan came on loan and I've loved the club ever since. Good man. Can't believe we're in the position we're in now, Don't but know. we'll be back. Coffee Boy says, so will the stadium open mid-season, the season after? I don't know about mid-season. I think what, what has come out is Everton have got contingency plans in place in case it isn't ready in time to open in August. But that's been... I think John said that lots of times. I think that's been a thing all the way through. They've gone, it, we can't guarantee because things can change. But, it's a winter to But go they're through. doing, as far as we're aware and everything that's come out of the club and Lango Rock, they're ahead of schedule by some distance. So, and the weather is unbelievable. No one stopped working in this weather. So if it carries on, dry. I mean, you look at it now. There's a video being released today. You look at it now. You literally look like you could just throw a 4G down and you could sit and watch the game. It's built. So it's all the other stuff. Fitting out. That's going on. So, yeah, but it shouldn't take it over a year to fit out. Like, not a chance. But what Everton are doing, and probably rightly so, is saying, look, we might not in the season in that stadium. And we're looking at all other aspects of it. Tottenham thought they were ready and they switched the lights on and put the, the plumbing on. And all gone. They'd done it wrong and they set them back by three months. Or something like that. Under so, promise over delivery. Exactly, exactly. Um, 
Martinelli didn't just put one over the bar. In Minnesota, he put one back outside the goal. He was in the middle of the goal. It went back where it came from. Um, where are we? Yeah, Toffee Boy says, oh, it's a thing of beauty so far. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, Andy Reid says, hello, Ned, mate. I got lucky with that score prediction. Drunken guess. Shame I won't see you guys over here this year. We can't rush things. We need to learn from past mistakes. Well, he's from Portsmouth, so if he ever comes home, comes from Everton game, hits us up. Absolutely. Uh, pretty good fitness says, cheers, guys. Have you seen Onana? 55 million. Ask, would you rather he went or stayed? More money. Mm. If it's 55 million, I'd rather he stayed. But if Everton can get another 10 million, which makes a big difference to us where we are, then it's about reinvest. If that's the only way we get to reinvest in the squad and give needs us a must. better chance, then needs must. Don't forget it. But the last kind of like half a dozen games, he was out the team anyway. Mm. Might have even been longer than that. So we do have to, it's whatever we can reinvent. It's a, the team is bigger than one player, isn't it? Ideally, we get to a, a situation where we don't have to always sell that best player. Mm. If he's your best player, but all you say, you can build around it. But right now, right now we can, can we? Um, Matthias says, 500 likes and can write to leave. There you go. Andy Reid says, do you guys remember McDonald's after a game in Minnesota? Oh, of course that, we do. What's that guy's name now? We just kept driving around the drive. He was through. a belter, mate. Michael. Uh, yeah, that Michael's was Michael's yeah. amazing. <laughs> we, we, we walked up. Yeah, because we, dro- we pretended to be in a Barry car. Williams, which and no he, one's gone Barry Williams went, uh, yeah, we have we a Big Mac, like, please? Can we order? <laughs> the woman went, you have to be in a motor vehicle. And I went, and then Michael who was one of the security at Minnesota came over went and got his car come back got us all in a car went through the drive-thru we got out the next lot of blues got in went through the drive he was tremendous we're all like scranning outside the Mackies and all these cars that turn up he's a a belter on Instagram I follow him on Instagram Baz's bottle went didn't it yeah he was going Barry Williams he wasn't happy where he was Barry Williams was a little bit I'm in the wrong part of town he was a little bit get me home get me out yeah get me out of here he was saying it did look a little bit edgy at one stage when people cars people pulled up bouncing on cars. People were twerking on the top of cars what and everything. Doing? It was mad. The menace says watching from the Isle of Man. They lead to they need to let Davies go. He may well go. There's no thing that said he's staying, is that yeah, he's off of the contract. <clears throat> he well may he may well rather. Um he may well go. I would have I was him, I'd go and try and get my career going. And he says, Michael, what a legend he was, great night. Yeah, he was but Michael was a belter. Remember when going we found again, a... Lampard, Frank Lampard's press badge. We all had press badge. Do you remember the thing, the lanyards we wore? I just threw it on the pitch, yeah. Yeah, and Jazz picked it up and put it on and was going around going, hello, mate, I'm Frank Lampard. <laughs> People they didn't know Frank Lampard. Yeah, they were loving it. And Jazz like, was wow, are you the Everton manager? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That was good in that bar, wasn't it? Although it shut. Early. Early, didn't it? Yeah. Like $40 for three pints of lager. And then it shut. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely mad. Absolutely. We spent a, a lot place. more than $40 hey, in the Hamilton. What a place, though. I wish they were going back. When, not if. Somewhere else. No, 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 no. But I wish it was like in a few weeks. <laughs> but I also wish Everton were good. True. I wish we had. Ted the latter over the former, wouldn't Oh, you? absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> and then we had the Charleston and that. Great times. 
We've had good times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you've got to laugh or you cry. Right, we're going to... You know what? We'll stay on till quarter two. Seven, Ned's face has just gone white there, but we'll stay on till quarter two. I just want to see where other people are watching from. Come on. Five minutes. It's five minutes. Come on. I'm not. I'm, I'm not asking. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not asking. Ask. I'm asking people to. No, I'm asking people to tell me where they are for the last five yeah. minutes. I'm here till seven anyway. You had a free lunch. Again. I don't think he said anything. Has he? I know. Or I'm maybe he I looked self-conscious. Right he did. Look, he did look like crestfallen. Quickly tell me where you are. Five minutes. Go. Everyone here. Go. Hit the like button and subscribe as well. Come on. Come on. It's roasting here. Who's furthest away? Come on. Bluey, you've told me you're in Hollywood. I didn't believe you the first time you told me. West this. Coast, where about? He's not, though. He's winding me up. But he might be, and I might have it massively. He's in Conway. I feel like I'm in a sauna. Conway's delicious. If he's in Conway, then he needs to go to the Potsy Bakery, get an ice bun and eat it for me, because I wish I was there right now. Um, P. Lynch is from Dublin. Sand Kieran is from Rhonda Valley, sunny South Wales, lads, is like Kieran. Phil Higgins watching from York. Simon watching from Navan in Ireland. Or Navin. Uh, TJ Mids in Sheffield. Um, where am I? Stephen McGill in Ontario. Carl yeah. Fenton, Sunny Southport. Stanley Park in Anfield. Go figure. James Boris in Illinois. Uh, MT1878 is in Bangkok. Adam, uh, sorry, AD Pope in Soham. Uh, Connor Mitchell in Crewe. Paul Hopley in Farndon. That boy Reno in Nevada. Monkey. Five 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 zero zero St. Helens, Kenny Foggo, Bermuda, Neil Rowland, Runcorn, Adam Prentice, Coventry, Danny Hayes watching from Houston, Texas. It's a hundred degrees here. It's not quite a hundred degrees here, Danny, but it is very warm. here. Yeah, it is very warm. Chris Lambert's in Kendall, Joel Harrison is in Yorkshire, Jonathan Elam is in Lincoln, Trophy Boy South Wales, Jay Young's in Costa Del Magul. It feels like it today, Jay. <laughs> Reese Hopkins is in South Wales. Um, it's only 76 now Lewis Jones is watching from Bill's Good Time Office fair play uh, WODM The Swan Gareth Adams Swansea Matt C Grimsby David Lawless Skem um, someone The Blues is currently melting in hot as hell Heighton uh, Vibe Lord 69 from Minnesota love hearing you guys talk about it so fun was a belter um, Peaceful Warriors in Carnarvon Frankie's watching from Couch in New Brighton. Uh, where are we? Paul, Get out on the beach. Paul Greenless, Sonny Bolton. Um, where are we? TJ Mid. Let, okay, let's that says let's start a fundraiser from the poor bloke who has to live in Runcorn. There's <laughs> a guy from St. Helens, though, wasn't there? Uh, Toffee Chaz says on the way home from Finch Farm, currently on trial. Fair play. Hope you're a, hope you're a striker, mate. Fingers crossed. Uh, pretty good time. Pretty good fitness, rather. Says Basim in Chester. By the way, you guys do great content. Thank you very much. Matt Finnegan is in Brittany. Uh, Andy Reid says I got Everton coming over to club. I coach on Monday. Everton soccer school's gonna be boss. Ned has a good memory remembering in from Portsmouth. There you go, Ned. Um, Costa del Derbyshire is Rich Bond. DC Toffee from Washington DC. What a place. That was hot. That Sunday well, we when we went sightseeing, that yeah. was hot. And Ned swerved us on the Gatorade, yeah. didn't he? Swerved us. Tipped the street fender. Didn't buy us a Gatorade. And it was 94, 95% humidity. Yeah. And we were roasting. Toffee Boy says Costa del Chepsto. Uh, Brian Ball, Sonny Holmes, Chapel, Richard Singleton, Chorley. Uh, someone's... Hang on. Graham Horton, Sonny Bersco, Simon Creevy, Peterborough. 
Living Football, Chris L from Vancouver. Uh, West Derby, Michael Molyneux. Um, DC Toffee said, enjoyed seeing you all in Baltimore. Vice versa, mate. Uh, Liam Dunn says, I'm in Limerick in Ireland. That's thousands of miles away. Um, the Runcorn Swan Massive will be watching. Um, Wiggle Off says, Sam Edwards, which is Wigan in the sun. Uh, Chaz is a right back and play left back, so can do the job. It's right, Chaz. Uh, Craig Moore, Sonny Scarborough. Uh, Costa Del Miura, Davin Hughes, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Andrew Mullen, Cheshire. Celtic Vape, Sonny Longford in Ireland. So Howard Kendall, Kingston in Jamaica. It's right. Lovely place. It is. It is. I mean, I've never been. I've just seen it, and it looks really nice. Fair play. It's all about that, the that people. That's good, that, wasn't it? Oh, Nick's watching near Colomendi in North Wales. It's right, in Mould. What a place. Loggerheads, what a place. I mean, I don't know whether Nick's in Loggerheads, but he's by Colomendi. Uh, Mead 7 is in sunny Austria in the cool Alps. Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. What a place. What a place. Cologne for the week is of key VVO. Cologne for this week. Good, enjoy it. Is it warm? I imagine it will be. It's warm every bit. Italy. You're in Italy? Is that... Uh... What's that inane grin about? Have I missed something that says Italy? Uh, Tell me you don't think Cologne is in Italy. Germany, that Germany, yeah. Germany? So when you said Cologne, Germany, he was trying to tell you it was Italy. I didn't hear you say Germany. I was just trying to think, where's Cologne now? It was the way he went. Italy. I think I was was thinking of Cologne. That was amazing. I wish, is that camera on you? Oh, (laughs) the camera wasn't on you. Oh yeah, little. I was thinking of Bellog name. You put the put the pop up up one more time. Go ahead. Gordon Helps. Lewis nice is over is. the water on the Whittle. Mark McDonough's in Warwick getting the dungeon in the castle ready for Bill. Um The Blues says currently stalking Dembele to make sure he gets his plane over here. Uh, Rich is in Whiteley in Hampshire. Um Nick F. Cologne is in Italy. Ha <laughs> The Blue says Ned's malfunctioned. <laughs> Ned literally Turn. Ned, you know what? Literally just done it. There was a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. He sat there and he went <laughs> Italy. And full of AI. Um <laughs> Carla says, Thank God you stayed on for another five minutes just to hear another Ned moment. <laughs> Carla, you could have seen it as well. This it, heat is killing me. So smug. It was, wasn't it? This and then he realised then he realised he was on because you see my face go. As if to go, what, what's in Italy? It's why the camera's off. I'm not the same in the sun. The, the camera should have been on, mate. That would have been gold. L22W91 is in the hometown of Rick Ashley. Never going to give you up. Newton. In Newton the Willows, yeah. yeah. Um, where are we? SR says Paderborn in Germany. Um, I thought us Americans were bad at geography. That boy stalking Beto. To sign for Everton, um, tremendous, tremendous. Um, I'm in Munich, Italy. Ned says Kevin. <laughs> Gary Smith is eating a chocolate cornetto ice cream after his cooked pork dinner. In Gundogan's Italian, Italian yeah. Ned's can get Gundogan. Ned's confused Cologne with that after that place after shave in Italy. <laughs> Anyone, it's absolutely brilliant. The same in the sun. Ned, you're inside, says Carla. Yeah, but it's boiling. So are we, because you're sat over there just like that. 
There's no lights on you. He's got the fan. He took the fan. Oh yeah, he's got a personal fan to blow in his face, and he's still complaining. Ali Sinclair, hello, Ali. How are you? Haven't spoke for a while. Uh, Opie Good, mate. He's in Bangor, Northern Ireland. Um, Gary Smith says Ned thought of his aftershave. Right, we are going. That's it. Make sure you hit the like button. That was more than five minutes. It was more so than, many different places. Well, exactly. There was loads. Of, I love it when lots of people tell you where they are. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Liam Dunsep was Ned called Dougal in school. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't. Join us on Premier as well. We do lots of extra shows on there. Thanks for everybody watching. Listen, I'm sure there'll be some sort of announcement at some stage. Thanks everyone yeah. who's joined us. Have a great night. See you later. Bye. See you guys. Take care.